Welcome everybody to another episode of the Sean and Brandon show. We are excited to do this again. We love, love, love doing this podcasting is a hobby that both of us have mm-hmm. been looking forward to doing for a while. And we're excited that you guys can join in on our conversation. Join us as we talk NFL football, some NBA, and we're also going to throw in some fast food and maybe some animals, killing animals. But I hope you enjoy the episode. Stay tuned. So this past weekend was week one in the NFL, long-awaited NFL season. For some reason, I don't think it took that much longer. Did it even get pushed back at all? No, but there was no preseason. Right. So So it just feels longer. uh Uh-huh. So we are going to go in. We were super excited. I don't know about you guys, but I watched a lot of football on Sunday. Yes. Majority of the day, (laughs) I was watching football. Yep. And... So we're going to go into our takeaways of the NFL week one, and there was a lot of big storylines. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see what three you chose, because I feel like we could have picked 10 each, but yeah. we can go with three. So do you want to get us started? I'll get us started. Go so ahead. actually, I'm putting one into, or two into one. So the one of my big the biggest takeaway i think was the steelers defense and the washington redskins defense specifically for the redskins their d-line their d-line was nasty yeah. again they were playing a terrible eagle offensive line that were banged up did you want to remind everybody you're an eagle but uh we don't have to at the moment i mean that's another takeaway i have anyway but so getting eight sacks on wentz and i mean they did a great job and their scary defensive line for sure. Um, and then the Steelers defense, I understand. I know again, they played the, the, the giants, but yep. watching them, like I don't, I think Saquon had at one point he had seven rushes for negative nine yards. Yep. Like he got nowhere. Absolutely. He couldn't do anything. Um, Minka thinks Patrick, like, Hayward, they TJ Watt, they are Bush. They are like I didn't I didn't realize how stacked they were until I saw them play a little bit on Monday night. I was like, whoa, that's scary. Well, and that's what I saw. Yeah, we had our we had our fantasy draft last week, Mm -hmm. and we were you know we were at our good friend Vince's house, and (laughs) yep. And when we were there, I was looking, and the top rated fantasy defense this year, at least in our league, was the Pittsburgh Steelers. I didn't realize. Wow. I mean, I know the Pittsburgh Steelers had like TJ Watt. And, I didn't know they were that good. Yeah, and Minka Fitzpatrick is there. He had a good, you know, mm-hmm. end of the year last year after he got traded from Miami. But I didn't realize how loaded they actually were with Devin mm-hmm. Bush. And, and I mean, they have a lot. I mean, still have Cam. Cam Hayward is one of those guys that is yep. always solid, but you always forget about. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So, yep. Big time. What's your number so two? So that was my one. My number two. Um, I mean, the Eagles looked awful. Um, <laughs> Uh, I mean, yes, again, they were banged up with injury, but, I mean, they were up 17-0. Yep. And you, guys and you look- didn't score. Like, once once Wentz threw that interception before halftime, I was like, this game is over. Like, I, I felt, I already felt the, def- the deflate of the team. As soon as that happened, I mean, I felt Why deflated. Why is that? Why did you feel because they were Because there was three minutes left. And they didn't. He didn't need to do that. Run the ball. I go into halftime seventeen zero. Like mm-hmm. I understand it's it's good to go keep going. Sure. Like, but they, the only time they scored touchdowns really, was off of turnovers, giving them a short field. Yep. That they was scored it. their first two touchdowns. Their first were two touchdowns are off, off of interceptions. interceptions yep. Once they're an interception, they went down and scored seventeen seven. And then, I think the Eagles went three and out. Redskins maybe went three and out. Anyway, There's their sometime. very next drive. Oh, yeah, they went three and out. Then once through another interception. I mean, that was an awful dumb one. interceptions. Awful one. Terrible. Mm-hmm. And then they went down and scored like half of the field. So right there, it was already 17-14. And then it was all like nothing. You could nothing, feel. Nothing felt right. I'm not sure. I wonder what happened in that moment. It Was it just the interception? Like... It was amazing to me to see when he threw the first interception. So I was not watching. I think the crowd game. got to him. It may have. I was not watching the first interception. <laughs> so maybe. In the oh, 
<laughs> nice. <laughs> were they in Philly or Washington? No, they were in Washington. But still, nobody in the fans, right? Because right? I know in PA here, you can't have people in the fans. But, or ah, You can't have fans in the stands. <laughs> That's how you say that. And... But the second interception, I did see the second interception. I was in the middle. I was going back and forth between that game and the Ravens and Browns because the Bengals are in AFC North, so I was keeping tabs on that game. But when he threw that second interception, I was like, man, what is he doing? I was so confused. Mm-hmm. Like, it was it was like a, like Carson Wentz usually doesn't. Like, he, he'll have interceptions and whatnot. Like last year, not he had stupid good, interceptions. Not stupid ones. It's like tip passes or something yeah. or maybe a misread or something. That one just looked like... Both I mean, of them. Yeah, the defender. I didn't see the first one. Yeah. Again, I didn't see the, the first the one. The second one was worse, but the first one, uh, like, he threw it, and it may have been a little bit inside. I mean, yeah, it was almost the same. You know, it it's interesting, just, though, because if, if Ertz catches that pass... On the fourth down. On the fourth down. Three, and they, they would have been at midfield, like, I think they were only down seven. Yeah, I think they were only down seven at that point. Were they? How, how, yeah, because what was the score at the end of the game? Twenty-seven, seventeen. Hmm. I thought it was twenty-seventeen. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it was. So they and then they were able to get a field goal to make it a two-possession game. Right. But yeah, that's right. And then yeah, Ertz missed the pass, and then I don't know. Just ever since, like knowing it's his contract year, knowing that kind of stuff, I don't know if it's something's not there mentally with him yet it's not jalen some but nothing nothing just felt felt right so i'll tell you what god kind of made a whole lot better than him <sighs> got her look good oh hot take he got her ah, Who has a okay. better? I, w- I wouldn't go too far okay he blocks way better than Ertz. Er, goddard does yes he's a better blocker apparently he catches better too eh, i'm just kidding i mean I don't. I'm not going to throw Ertz <laughs> under the bus this quickly yeah. because he missed one catch. He's obviously yeah. a great tenant. I think he had close to 100 catches last year. Yeah. Is Ertz going to finish the year as a Philadelphia Eagle? Oh yeah. Confident. Yeah, he'll finish this year as an, e- an Eagle. Okay. So. Because he sounded like he wasn't super. He didn't seem like the Eagles wanted him there very much. From what I mean, he said. With. Yeah, I mean. I'm surprised they haven't really offered. Well, because of I guess how good Dallas Goddard is, they haven't mm-hmm. offered him great money. Yeah, they have a fallback. So, yep. So that was uh, takeaway number two, and takeaway three is the Cardinals are now my second favorite team. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think whoa. the Cardinals are for real. Two NFC teams now. Okay, they explain yourself. Uh, I like DeAndre Hopkins and Kyler Murray. I don't know actually much about their defense. But, Peter Baker, Pat Peterson. Ah, oh. uh, true. They have. Do they still have Chandler Jones? Yeah, I think yep, they do. They do. He's great. But and then Larry Fitzgerald. Like, mm-hmm. there was a play that I saw. Like, uh, there was like seven seconds left. John Drake Hopkins gets tackled, and the D the Forty Nine ers D is kind of holding him down, um, and Larry Fitzgerald notices like, hey, we got seven seconds before half. Let's get this field goal. So he runs like at, over to DeAndre Hopkins, grabs the ball, gives it right to the ref, like boom, boom, play real fast. Put it down, the ball put down. They spiked it and got three points right out of it. <laughs> like you're like that's when you know he's a team. That's yep. a team player. He knows, he his, knows his how to win. Football IQ is crazy. Yep, for sure. So yeah, Larry. So Fitzgerald, he's the man. So those are my three quick takes, and yeah. It well, was you were, very interesting. If you were listening week. before, you know that Brandon was high on the Cardinals from the get-go, too. So you're mm-hmm. feeling a bit they, right. They were, they were the sleeper. Yep. So I liked that pick, too. I liked them. Um, mm-hmm. Well, transitioning into there, we'll go right into mine. Yep. I have actually five written down here. I'm going to try and keep it down because some of them overlap yours. Um, actually, a few, quite a few of them do. But we're going to start with Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray, so usually I'm not huge on these running quarterbacks not because of any specific reason outside of the fact that they get hurt a whole lot and so i'd rather have a pocket passer who can thread the needle and lead a game-winning drive with his arm as opposed to a leg Mm -hmm. and or two legs i guess (laughs) i've never seen somebody (laughs) hopping down the field um cam newton might be seen though but anyway so i was (laughs) well going into that (laughs) this point is murray versus cam newton 
And we talked about this a little bit this past week, but I was listening to Greeny on ESPN Radio um, earlier. I think it was Monday or Tuesday, and they had a stat. It was an incredible stat. So Kyler Murray ran the ball for 14 times and only got tackled one time. Every other time he ran the ball, he either ran out of balance, he slid, or he scored a touchdown. One of those three. He only got tackled one time, but he was able to rush the ball 14 times, I believe it was. And then, But if you look at Cam Newton... And this is what it worries me. This is why I'm saying Kyler Murray, he's playing well, and I trust that he may be able to play well, play well for a while. Cam Newton ran the ball, I think, 13 times, and he got hit outside of the two. He, he got hit every time outside of two, which two of them were touchdowns, uh, which actually, no, he got hit on everyone but one. Right. But because the one touchdown, he actually still got tackled into the end zone. So. Mm-hmm. But every other run he had, he was getting hit. So he got hit. He ran 13 times. He got hit 12 times. That is not sustainable nope. for a quarterback. Your body so, cannot. I mean, he was out last season, and he's thir- I think they said he's 30 years old. But, like, he's been hit every year he's been playing. Yeah, and I like, don't know the specific numbers, but he. The, I, I've heard it said by multiple different people that he's the most hit quarterback in the league. Like, statistically, he is the most hit quarterback in the league, whether it's actually getting tackled, sacked, or just – you know, QB knockdowns and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He's getting hit a ton. Um, so Cam Newton, he needs to protect himself. I like the Patriots this year with him. I think that Belichick's going to use him well, but they need to protect him. They need to, you know, be able to keep him off of off the injury list. So my number two is Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to go with Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, the man nice. is back. <laughs> I mean, that guy was threading needles. I don't know if you saw some of his passes that he made. Um, there's not much to go on this. Like Aaron, we know who Aaron Rodgers is. We know the type of player that he can be. Mm-hmm. But man, I was watching, and he was making the sort of MVP type year Aaron Rodgers throws, and I really enjoyed watching what he did. All you got to do is you know sign a quarterback in the draft, a lot of fire enders, but yep, maybe that's it. Bingo. Yep, just like Brett Favre. Maybe that's the only reason why they drafted Jordan Love. Yeah, yeah, maybe because Brett Favre played pretty well those final years with Green Bay when when Rodgers was there. Maybe that's maybe that's the ticket. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Bengals should have kept Andy Dalton, even though they drafted Joe Burrow. Maybe Andy Dalton would have won an MVP. Got <laughs> <laughs> it. I mean, I think that might be going a little too far. But. I guess if that's true, then Dak Prescott should win an MVP this year, considering they brought in Andy Dalton. No. We're not going to talk about no Cowboys. Nah. Not here today. No. Just letting you guys know, we don't like the Cowboys. Well, I don't really have a problem with that. No, we don't like the Cowboys. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Brandon's talking for me. Yep. (laughs) My third one, I'm going to quick go through two more. Um, My third and fourth one, well, my third one is Chase Young. The guy's the real deal. I think he's the strongest, and I'm a Bengals fan. I think he's the strongest rookie this year. He did not look like a rookie yesterday. I mean, even the plays, he got one and a half sacks, but he got way more... Uh, mm-hmm. QB hurries than that. I don't know. What the status a, I think he had a forced fumble as well. Like, yep. I mean, the guy is a stud. he's huge, and it's a rookie. And his mindset is there. He's confident when it, he's you know towards the end of that game, he was playing well, getting good pass rushes. Like he did not shy mm-hmm. from the moment at all against a, in my opinion, still even though they lost a far better Eagles team altogether. I think they're a better. I think they're a better team too, but they didn't look like it. When the mind goes out the window, the mind goes out the window. <laughs> so. It's crazy thing about that. He's like, what, 21, 22? Yeah, he's younger than I'm us. 25. Yep. I'm sh- and how big he is, man. My fourth one is Saquon Barkley. We're going to hit this quick. Last year, I heard Skip Bayless. Yeah, he is bad. Yeah. Oh, I was just saying, yeah. Oh. Like, there was a struggle. There's something going on with him. That wasn't a mess up on either one of our parts. When no, I, said I just Sa- did a thumbs down yeah. because he is stinking it up right well, now. When I said Saquon Barkley's name, I was met by a mean <laughs> fist in the air and an aggressive thumb down. And mm-hmm. I didn't know what Brandon was saying to me. But Let's he just was put just it this way. <laughs> I'm glad that I wasn't the second overall pick in fantasy. Just put it that way because he would have probably been my number, my first overall pick. I was planning on picking him at two and I, got, I had the third pick and then I was stuck with Zeke. Feed me. <laughs> by the way if anybody has seen his tattoo he has a tattoo of feed me on his belly 
awful. Is, Maybe sometime we'll have why. to do the worst tattoos of all time. Oh my yes! Wasn't there somebody who got a tattoo of like an NBA team winning the championship and they never won? And they never won it. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's Browns fans too. I think, oh, really? I think somebody did that for 2019. Oh, whenever Odell and yeah Baker so bad, Cream Hunt. I feel so bad for those guys. So going back to Barkley, I agree with what you said earlier. I mean, I looked at his numbers. So he had what maybe I I should have bring his numbers up, but he had one 38 yard catch. It was a catch and run 38 yards. And that was about any, everything he did. So his stat line did not look impressive, but the impressive part of the stat line actually happened in one play. And he had, so he had 15 run attempts for six yards. Averaging point four That's a run. Really bad. Yeah. What about catches? He had six catches for sixty yards. And the longest one was a thirty eight yard catch. But, yeah, so all but all but twenty two of Saquon Barkley's receiving yards were actually all but 28 of his total yards were on one play. So outside yep. of that 138 yard catch and run, he only had 28 yards for the no remainder of the game. No touchdowns. And he had a total of 21 touches, which I think we could agree that he needs more touches than that. I mean, oh, absolutely. But man, that is bad. But it just goes to show what I was going to go with is like, he's a home run hitter. Mm-hmm. And, 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 I, and I fear... That I was really excited for Saquon Barkley coming out of college. We actually watched him. I share this as a and Cheryl, if you're listening, you better back me up on this. We <laughs> went to a Penn State football game years ago. This is when the they still they had Trace McSorley. It was a year after Hackenberg got picked. If you guys remember that uh, name, um, to the New York Jets. Yeah. So Trace Mc, Trace McSorley was the quarterback for Penn State, and they had but Penn State had Chris Godwin was on their team. Mike Mike Gesicki. Um, tight end for the Dolphins mm-hmm. and Saquon Barkley. They were all on this team together, among other people as well. Mm-hmm. And when I saw Saquon Barkley caught the ball out of the backfield and had like a nice run, it was it wasn't like a great run. I mean, it was a nice run, but it was only like a twelve yard gain. Mm-hmm. But you know how Saquon Barkley makes a twelve yard gain looks really good. Well, that's mm-hmm. exactly what he did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Who's that guy?" And I heard his name, and I was like, "Saquon Barkley." And I t- I turned over to Cheryl and I said, "That guy's really good." And we should keep an eye on him because I think he's going to be something special. I had no, honestly, God, I had no idea who Saquon Barkley was before that, before that first play. And then the rest of it, that game, he didn't have a great game. I think he had a touchdown or two. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't like one of his breakout, you know, 200 rushing yards or anything crazy like that. Mm-hmm. But then the next year, and that wasn't even the year that he was a top rock running back because oh, I yeah. think that was only his sophomore year. So he wasn't able to come out yet. But the next year, he destroyed all it. ESPN oh, talked about. And yep. I'm like, man, that's who it was. So I was like, so that I called it. That <laughs> what is going to be on my shelf for as long as I live. <laughs> but I was excited for Saquon Barkley, but I fear that he's going to be a home run hitter for the rest of his career. And I hope that that's not the case. I'm not saying that he will be. I'm just saying mm-hmm. it's starting to look like that. If you look at his stats overall, Skip Bayless had a good stat about the percentage um, of his runs, single runs that are under like four yards a carry or three yards a carry or whatever. Yeah. It's like incredible how many of his runs are for so little. And then suddenly he has an 80 yard run and that's where majority of his runs, his yards come from. Mm-hmm. And my fifth one, even though it's three takeaways from the NFL weekend, I wanted to hit on all of them, <laughs> but my fifth one is Mr. Joe Burrow. Ah. I thought he looked not great for majority of the game. Like, I don't think he looked bad, but he did not look great. Not what I wanted to see necessarily, but that Mm -hmm. last drive looked really good. And when he was under pressure and he really did throw the touchdown pass Mm -hmm. um, and he did everything he was supposed to do. So as a rookie quarterback, he led a game winning drive in his debut. Um, Now, whether or not AJ Green pushed off, I don't know. I actually think he probably did. Uh, Even though I'm a Bengals fan, I'm not going to be biased there. I think he did push off. Um, but nonetheless, we're talking about Joe Burrow, and he mm-hmm. did everything he was supposed to do on that play. Yeah, um, and really led that team to a victory until Bullock. Oh, I got a question a for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think he actually pulled his hammy, <laughs> or is he faking it after he? Because when I saw it happen, he kicked, and then usually when you pull something, 
you grab it right like away. right away mm-hmm. he didn't grab it right away hmm. like he kicked and he was kind of like crouched down and looked up and then the next thing you know when the cameras pan to him he's holding his his leg but i was trying to keep my eye on him and i don't so yeah. my my question do you think he actually pulled a hammy or well, is he faking when, the injury when i watched the video i did, I, I just assumed that he did pull a hammy and i didn't really look too far into it but i'll have to watch the video again I think he did, and now even today we picked up. I think it's Cybert, Austin Cybert, off yep. off waivers, uh, or we signed him to a deal so that he can play tomorrow night because apparently Bullock's not going to be able to play tomorrow. Oh, neither is Gino, Gino Atkins. It's stupid. Sorry, he didn't play on Sunday. Either. That's stupid. But hey, well Bullock, it says that he's not on the final injury report. Really. Maybe mm-hmm. he was faking it this whole time. And they called it his calf. Him. Yeah, it was a calf. Oh, it, yeah, I said I hammy, hammy. Sorry, it, they were saying hammy for a while, but then I learned today that it, it was a calf. It was a calf. Yeah, <laughs> I did learn that. But um, but those, I think Burrow looked solid. I think I did see again on the final drive what I wanted to see from Burrow for the rest of the day. I loved the run. Everybody blew up and and started talking about the run. Mm-hmm. I love that. Like I want to have my quarterback that can do that, but. I wanted to see more of his arm. And I yeah. felt like for the most part of that game, we didn't get to see that up until the end. And that's when I thought he got into a groove. So yeah. I just hope he gets that. He has a good opportunity to play against Cleveland on Thursday in primetime. And hopefully he plays prime time. Andy Dalton in primetime. Mm-hmm. So, I mem- so remember the other day I told you uh, that I'm pretty sure I have a superpower. Yeah? Yep. I saw you dropped your pen there. Yeah, I did. <laughs> so, um, as a painter, you have to be very, uh, you have to know your paint. Let's put it that way. So, we were at a job, and we had two cup buckets, which are used to hold paint. We mm-hmm. had them both open, and the house we were doing had the ceiling and the walls the same color just different sheens okay sheens are like the the brightness or the the shine basically your shininess of your of your paint anyway so durability right and the durability Mm -hmm. so uh we were doing touch-ups i grab a cup bucket and i start walking over to the wall and start doing touch-ups and uh as i'm finishing cutting in a wall i start to sniff the paint i was like hmm that doesn't smell like wall paint. Your Brando senses start tingling. My, mm-hmm. <laughs> they did. I was like, I looked at it and I said, this is not wall paint. So I walked over to my other cup bucket and I sniffed that one. <laughs> I was like, yep, I was wrong. So I started cutting in the wall with the ceiling paint. and But if I didn't know the smell of the ceiling paint, I could have cut in that whole wall again. Or I could have retouched up that whole room with ceiling paint. So you were... Doing it with ceiling paint. And I should have been using wall paint. Wait, so wall paint was what sheen? Satin. Satin. Okay, so the difference of the smell from flat to satin. Oh, you know ceiling ceiling paint has that very unique... I mean, paint has unique smells all the time. But, I mean, you know ceiling paint when you smell it. At least I've I do. So, I, I don't. <laughs> so this is my superpower. If you need, If anybody needs help... Figuring out your sheen of your, or the type of paint, whether it's the wall, your trim, just give me a call and I'll come sniff it. Well, there you go, guys. That's our, (laughs) that's our ad, our very first ad ever. You can call Brandon if you need some sort of Mm -hmm. identification for your paint. Number will be in the description. There you go. (laughs) Is it? No. We're gonna (laughs) no way. (laughs) You're gonna make your number public. Mine kind of is already, but that's true. We don't want that. <laughs> so, before we started the podcast, Brandon told me that he has a few more of these randos or brandos. Um, some of you guys heard this in the other episodes, and I'm really looking forward to hearing these. So, Let's hear some randos or prandos. Take it away. All right. 
Outer space isn't empty. It literally contains everything. Well, I guess it does. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I think there's a part of me that's like, well, a bottle is not empty, but technically maybe nothing's really empty at all. I mean, there's air in the bottle. That might be a really boring conversation. Yeah, that's... <laughs> <laughs> but it's okay. a good point about yeah. the universe. Um, we eat pizza from the inside out. Yes. Get a load of that. I know people who eat it from the outside in. If it's stuffed but, crust. No, but you got to save... That's the best part, so you have to save that for last. Oh, I, I agree, but I've heard people eat stuffed crust first and then yeah. eat the rest of the pizza, which, okay... To each its own. Yeah. But for me, stuff crosses save, save the best for last oh, yeah. in everything. For sure. Um, so another thought. Whenever somebody says, you know what they say? You know that phrase? You know what they say? Who's they? Like, ah, oh, you know what they say. Yeah. Who's they? Okay. Is I everyone. never thought about that. No, so here, here's the they. Here's the they that I want to know. And when you, when you said this, if Cheryl is listening she's gonna know that this is where i'm going so when cheryl was pregnant (laughs) with olivia our daughter she would always say these things like oh i have to eat eggs or oh i have to stretch in this way before i go to bed or i have to do this or that and you name it Mm -hmm. there's something for everything and she oh i would always ask why well why honey why would you do that that's exactly how i'd ask it and just like that just like that and she would always say oh because that's what they say like who's they and she'd mm-hmm. like they and like some the internet or whatever so they whoever you are they <laughs> i want to know who you are because there's a lot of back rubs that i gave my wife because <laughs> they said i needed to do it <laughs> so there's my little tangent. I'm going to go cool down. <laughs> and then, okay, so I got one more. Um, when you say forward or back, your lips move in those directions. Forward. Back. Mm. Yeah. Back. Back. It's, like, it's, like your, it's like a smile. Back. Like your lips move back. Back. No. <laughs> you can say back without smiling. <laughs> so well, so if, I bet if, you there's going to be everybody who's listening to this will try it. Yep. If, if you, you try it, we've got you. It's kind of like latitude and longitude. Remember that oh. back in like... Uh, no, like, I just remembered latitude as fat and longitude as long. Latitude is fat. Latitude isn't latitude. Yep. Left, if, left I, and right. For those of you who can't see Brandon's <laughs> fingers, which is all of you, <laughs> his fingers went left and right. <laughs> and yes, longitude Dude, because long. your mouth goes that way. Yeah, it goes up, up and, and down. down. So, well, learn a hey, thing or two. Still, us. we're yep, we're still. I'm still learning this, not being filmed here. So, <laughs> someday we will be filmed, but not right now. Our friend Brandon came loaded with knowledge today, and mm-hmm. not only did he have the what three randos or brandos that he gave us a second ago, four. Yeah, it was like five, four or five ish. Okay. He also decided to bring us. Well, well why don't you tell us what did you bring? So on on online. Okay, it was Facebook. Screw it. You know, you take your, uh, what is it called? Well, <laughs> so whenever you work out and you're done and you do your, we call it like, a post-game poop. <laughs> <laughs> so we scroll through. I was going to say cool down. Oh, no, I do post-game poop. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> scroll, scroll through my phone, you know, yep. and came up with like interesting body um, facts. And I was like, whoa. Interesting like, facts about interesting the human facts body. Interesting facts about the human body. Okay. Um, so, did you know your eyelashes last 150 days? And they come, that explains a lot. 
Because they just keep falling out. And they always get in your eye. They do. I feel like I always Sometimes I feel like, well, that's good to know. I mean, I didn't even think about it until right now, but I feel like I lose them all the time. Mm-hmm. And you're like, my eyelid should be bald right now. I just picked, I just got one and out right they now. Come, they come out so easily. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, your fingernails grow four times faster than your toes. Toenails. Then you turn <laughs> your toes. It's <laughs> good to know. <laughs> your toenails. I'm, I'm glad you added nails to the end of that. Your toes. <laughs> nails. That would be crazy if. Yeah. Anyway, we're mm-hmm. not gonna go down that road. If your toes were actually growing at a fourth of the speed of your fingernails, that would be very. We'd have very. I mean, long you have toenails. long toes. We yep. would have very long toes. Uh, Thank God. <laughs> we don't we would have to have, we'll have to have huge shoes like everybody would be walking around with huge feet oh yeah um your eyes don't change size once you're born your I've eyes stay the same i've heard size. that which is hard to believe it is but that's why whenever you see babies and they have huge eyes you're like oh that's so cute big eyes balls but they don't <laughs> but they don't <laughs> but they what but they, they don't grow oh <laughs> Um, you're taller in the morning throughout the day because the cartilage compresses and you lose about a one centimeter the cartilage in your knees yep and so wait so when you're walking around like when you go to bed at night you're actually shorter than what you're going to be when you wake up in the morning correct because your body has needs to have time to rest and then because your cartilage is not there's not a pressure on your knees and whatnot and then it just grows back so your body is literally expanding as you sleep mm-hmm. how's that for a comforting thought <laughs> for some reason make not, sure you're not be- comforting <laughs> make sure make sure you have a a big bed it's like the uh attila what is it the attila the hun or whatever from a night at the museum uh-huh he like like the torture thing that they do is like grab an arm leg grab both arms both legs and the head mm-hmm. or whatever and just yank until Anyway, what's your, what's your next fact? <laughs> what's your next fact? <laughs> How do you come after that one? I don't know. Just a, um, again, a learning so a lot this is, today. With so us. this was the next one in line. It is impossible to tickle yourself. No. You can. You've done that before. I think I have. How? So this is how. When, if you ever get like a blister or something like that on your feet. So I am, my tickle spot, being vulnerable, is my feet. Like, <laughs> I will even, like, if I go in for a massage or something. Yeah, don't touch my don't feet. Don't touch my feet. It's going on the paper. It's going in your records. <laughs> like, I want it in your filing cabinet every time I come Sean in. Sean Adams, don't touch my feet. <laughs> bold letters. Like, do not touch my feet. And so, anyway, if I have like a blister or something like that man we're getting nasty here to uh, we're, <laughs> we're getting into some topics That's what the audience wants to hear yep i guess so and so what um anyway if i go to like pick that off or something like that or try and remove it mm-hmm. and if i accidentally touch my foot it will tickle me like i will i can tickle myself now maybe if I intentionally touched my foot, it wouldn't tickle as bad as when I accidentally touched my foot. Maybe that's mm-hmm. where you're getting at. But I have tickled myself before, just huh. unintentionally. Hmm. I don't think I've ever tried to intentionally tickle myself. So if you guys maybe, are listening, maybe, maybe in the they're car saying if maybe it's if you yourself. intentionally. Maybe you can't intentionally tickle yourself. Yeah. Anyway, that would make sense. Maybe. talk fast food oh yeah so yeah man by the way just want to let everybody know we love food food and i eat a lot of food too so just yeah yeah i i mean i love it and i love i do love fast food as well um although it's not great for me i'm married to a wife who loves uh, healthy eating, which is great, and she's definitely got me on the right track, and I'm thankful for that. But I also <laughs> still love my greasy, disgusting sandwiches as well. So I'm gonna go. My number five is going to be the Arby Melt and/or the Beef and Cheddar. Um, okay, it's one of the other. It used to be the Arby Melt when I first started listening, or when I first started um, 
eating it. Um, but it's now the beef and cheddar, I believe. Number four. So my number four fast food sandwich is I'm going to go the Italian chicken sandwich from Burger King. The reason I'm going number four, this is actually one of my favorite. Like it probably would be top two, mm-hmm. but it's no longer around. So I don't know that you can actually get this anymore. At it, if, if you can, tell me. Um, I might be wrong. But for a while, mm-hmm. you could not get the Italian chicken at Burger King anymore. But pretty much it's a chicken. It's like their original chicken. almost like a McChicken from McDonald's, but original yeah. chicken sandwich. with. Um, but it has marinara sauce with mozzarella cheese on it. And that's pretty Ooh. much it. That sounds but good. But it is slamming. And so that's great. Um, that's my fourth. Number three. We're going to go the double quarter pounder with cheese, McDonald's. Um, that was my number one for a long, long time, um, but it's not anymore, um, as you can see. So, um, But nonetheless, it's an amazing mm-hmm. sandwich. Double quarter pounder with you. Double quarter pounder, <laughs> not quarter pounder, double quarter pounder, just to be clear. Um, my number two is going to be, this is an upset here. I'm going Chick-fil-A. Number two. Wow. Their number two meal. I don't know what it's called. I think it's Deadlock's chicken sandwich or something. Uh, that's number one. Okay. Well, then number... Oh, is it? Uh, nope. Nope. That's no, number two. No, number one's the original. Just a chicken. Uh, number two is the Deluxe yep. Chicken, I believe is what it's called. That is my number two mm. chicken sandwich. It's amazing. Has the uh, tomatoes, lettuce, mm. <laughs> and can't beat their chicken. And my top one has got to be five guys. Any one of their burgers, preferably the double burger, some barbecue sauce, mayonnaise, Mm -hmm. lettuce, tomato. I mean, you throw a lot of stuff on there. Mm -hmm. That's my number one fast food sandwich is five guys. That's a good list. Yeah. (sighs) Thanks. I want some food. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So my number five, it's actually, let's do 5A and 5B. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, so do you have a total of six? Technically, yes. Okay. Um, it would be Five Guys. I put Five Guys as a 5A. Oh. Any, their burger's good. Not holding on to the price. The prices are a little, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Well, that's true. I mean, you can't fight that. Right. But, so then 5B would be the Reuben sandwich from, technically, it's not a fast food restaurant, but Sheets. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's pretty good. It's debatable. Whether that's fast food or not, but we'll give it to you. Uh, I mean, the Reuben sandwich from anywhere. Just put it that way. It's better Ruben than Subway. I hope I like you don't it. have Subway on your uh, list. I want to. I looked I looked it up. They don't consider it fast food. Yeah, it's not no. fast food. No. no. Because Subway is fresh. Their meats and stuff, it's all fresh. Fast food is not really fresh. They freeze their patties and all that good stuff. Anyway, mm. so number four is the McDouble from McDonald's. I like me a McDouble. McDouble, okay. Yeah. Just a dollar menu McDouble? Oh, man. that's grew up on the dollar menu. Uh, dollar menu was yeah, for bomb. Sure. Yep. Um, number three is the Arby's roast beef sandwich. The regular just roast beef. No cheese. No, just give me the roast beef. Like, man. pile the roast beef, and I pile on the salt, and I am good to go. And the Arby's, Arby's sauce? Uh, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, the, the Arby's, Arby's sauce. sauce. Yep. See, I can't do it without the cheese. There. Mm. cheese the cheese whiz sauce is one of the best parts to me. Really? Yeah, beef and cheddar. Yeah. The I only time I've ever had like whiz and it was like bomb was a Philly cheesesteak. Oh yeah. In what was it? Greco, Greco's? Greco? I don't know. There, this the famous mm-hmm. cheesesteak place in sure. Philly. <sighs> the best cheesesteak I've ever had. <laughs> um, anyway, number two. Number two. The cheese, the egg, cheese, and sausage McMuffin from McDonald's. <laughs> I haven't had that. Is good. I haven't had that in a while. Mm-hmm. When we go on family trips, uh, like going, yeah, on vacation, whenever we leave early, we always stop at McDonald's. McDonald's mm. is a place we stop to eat. I want to get that a whirl. Yep. And then you get a hash brown with it. So it's sausage, egg, cheese. Yep. And hash I think it's like a inside. number three or four on their breakfast menu. But they also, you have to make sure you say sausage. Because they also have ham. Ham's not too bad. Yeah. But sausage yeah, is the way to go. Sausage is the way to go. Opinion. Or yep. bacon. But sausage is even better than bacon sometimes, even on a breakfast sandwich. Truth. Yeah. And the number one is the Chick fil A number one meal. Number just the regular. Just the, original. just the original. Dude, I'm an original guy. My first Subway sandwich ever was white bread, 
with ham, cheese, lettuce, mayonnaise. Boom. That was it. Oh man. When I when you say plain, I am plain. No. So gr- so now moving up to PA, my wife has put in vegetables mm-hmm. and salads, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff, and I'm gradually getting more into those kind of things. So for need- the first time I put tomatoes on my sub sandwich. That's mm-hmm. not normal at all. It's good though, right? Oh, it's Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. You got to add some so. lettuce on there too. Lettuce and tomato oh, yeah. are lettuce, great together. Lettuce, tomato. We haven't put some peppers, onions. Ah, Bomb. Nah. See, I stay away from that. Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. What was, what was he even doing in that episode? That wasn't a Dundee's, was it? I don't remember. Maybe it was. Good morning. Oh, that was whenever Dwight won the uh, Eastern Pennsylvania Salesman of the Year, and he got and he was afraid to go up yes, and talk. And Mike was, was like, "Fine, I'll go up." Yep. And he ran up there. He, he, <laughs> Good morning, Vietnam, and that was it. I think like The Office got, has to be the best show of all time. Yes, the most quotable, quotable show, and. I mean, you could sit down and watch season after season again. Like you could watch the, you could rewatch episodes all mm-hmm. the time. They never get boring. Yep, I've done it <laughs> many, I mean, many times. I think I've watched the season or the series. The series, yeah, three or four times. Yeah, it's probably not the best thing to say. That means I've been. Well, I mean, because I know it so much, I just put it on in the background when I do things. Yep, and then. And then you're like, oh, I know this part's coming up. You run, you run up there, and like when he's doing the boom roasted, and uh, I forget what the episode it is now, but there's something I forget. He allows everybody to roast him, but anyway, that's whenever Stanley had a heart attack. Is that what it was when he's? Yeah, because I believe it had two parts. Stanley had the heart attack, and they find out that Michael is the cause of his heart, his heart problems, and his little beeper starts beeping when he's close. Yep, and then. and then they all like fire away at, at Michael, just like, oh, he does a roast of himself. Yep, that's what was I mean. Was that he, in the same episode? Well, same yeah, he lets everybody roast him. That's right. Yep. And then Dwight comes up and starts defending him, <laughs> which then has Michael because <laughs> Michael thinks it's fun to have everybody roasting him because he's getting all the attention. Well, then he starts. Dwight gets offended for Michael mm-hmm. because it's Dwight, and then Michael then proceeds to pretty much tell. Dwight that he's a stupid idiot and that he needs to <laughs> sit down because he's ruining the show. And, and then, then Dwight rips it into him. Correct. And he says that he's a low life that owns no land, I think, or something yeah. similar to that. Yep. <laughs> he stormed off the stage and And then Michael walked away and then he took some time to feed some birds That's to right, pigeons. Or to, yeah, to feed some bread to some pigeons. He sits on the bench. <laughs> <laughs> tries and, to bring him to him. and he swings <laughs> he's on the swing set <laughs> and and then he comes anyway so we say all that to say that's how michael gets back into the office mm-hmm. he comes back in with a roast for everybody in the office to get them back for roasting him and it is a fantastic episode go if, watch it if you guys don't know what the office is you guys are probably uh, not tracking with anything we're saying, <laughs> but go watch The Office. Yep, and it's a great show. Super funny. It is very funny. All right, so. Your wife Cheryl has a question for you, and oh, wait, wait. so just I mean I can chime in on this question, but can, can you explain to everybody how she got this how, how this question oh. suddenly get, arrived at your phone? Uh, so in the middle of the day, I asked Cheryl to send me a question that Sean should answer on air. I said anything is up for grabs. It can be personal. It can be funny. It can be serious. And this is what she choose. She actually gave me a lot of questions. Oh, wow. But, I mean, I can choose two. Hey. All right, here we go. Who would win in a fight? A Komodo dragon or a rhino? She knows this answer. I'm disappointed. 
Komodo and dragon, why? listen. I invite everyone listening to this to debate me on this. A Komodo dragon kills everything. There is I I debated this with Zach Meese. I doubt he maybe he'll listen to this podcast, but he's not a big sports person, so maybe not. Listen, a Komodo dragon, I don't know that anything can actually kill that thing. Like I don't know if there is a if and I'm not talking about like of course you have those situations where something can kill anything that one time, but if you put a Komodo dragon versus anything, any other animal in this world and make them fight a hundred times over, I guarantee that Komodo dragons wins at least fifty percent of the majority of the time against anything. So an elephant just wouldn't smash it? I don't think so. Really? I think that it would kill it. Because it's really quick too. So what happens? Okay, so say it has poison has poison, right, in the saliva? Yeah, it's it's a it's a it's it's not a poison, it's a uh anticoagulant. So when it bites you, it releases a venom essentially. I think that's probably what you would call it, but mm-hmm. it pretty much tells your body to stop stopping the bleeding. So hmm. when you cut yourself and it's called when when you develop a scab and that blood starts to stop, mm-hmm. that's called coagulation. Okay. And it coagulates and it stops your bleeding. Well, the Komodo dragon injects anticoagulant so that you bleed out. So hmm. the moment it hits you, like your body will not, like the moment it bites you and it bites you more and it bites you again and all those spots are just going to bleed out. Yeah. It's going to kill you. And the other thing about them is that like, this is the thing that gets me is like they, their teeth are razor sharp and they have venom in it. They have crazy claws or talons or whatever you call that on a giant mm-hmm. lizard like that. They're crazy fast and aggressive, but they also defensively have a thick suit of armor on it that is hard to penetrate. Like you'll see them bite each other and it won't, it can't penetrate. Like they're, they cannot penetrate themselves with their hmm. own claws and teeth. So yes, I, of course, if you drop the grand piano or something on it, it's going to get crushed. But generally, like, I don't see a elephant being, I don't see an elephant being able to just walk over and crush a Komodo dragon without it first killing it. So, well, okay, so say the Komodo dragon bites the elephant. So, I mean, the elephant's still alive. You can still smash him. I mean, he came close. So, technically, if the elephant smashes a Komodo dragon before, after he gets bit. The Komodo dragon would die before Whoever the elephant. Whoever dies first, yeah. Whoever dies first. Again, I'm not saying that couldn't happen ever. I'm just saying I think if you did out of hundred, if you put pin them against each other a hundred times, I think that the Komodo dragon will win at least fifty of those times. Hmm. That's the topic of discussion here because I'm not trying to say that they're unbeatable like in any yeah. scenario. I'm just saying consistency. I don't see anything consistently beating that thing. It's crazy. Hmm. Hey, people, put down what you think. <laughs> Let is there know. is there an animal out there that can take down a Komodo dragon out of a hundred times point on one? Yeah, tell us. I'm I'm interested in hearing, it, and I honestly mean this. Like, I'm not trying to just be a big debater or anything like that. I'm just, I honestly think that I've yeah. tried to think about things. Eagles, you know, flying and coming down and soaring or whatever. Eventually, it's going to get a hold of it. Like, anyway, it's going to have a you know, Zach me said polar mm-hmm. bear. Sorry, it has no armor. It's bigger, it's stronger, sure, but sure. it has no armor, so yep. it's gonna eventually bleed out. You got another one for me. I got one more for you. All right, who would win in a fight, Iron Man or Captain America? <laughs> I mean, this has already been done. This isn't a question. No hold bars. This is a fact. Iron Man wins. Mm-hmm. He wins uh, at the end of Civil War. If it wasn't for good old winter soldier being there iron man would have killed him he had him dead to rights and if it wasn't for winter soldier being there i don't know that iron man would have actually killed him but he totally had him right there and then people come back and say oh well you know captain america again these are two debates i've had with zach me so if you're listening zach you're pretty proud that you made it um But then you have the people saying, oh, well, that's part of who Captain America is, is that he's such a good guy that he makes the friends. So the fact that people are helping him, it's actually downfall on Iron Man because he's such a jerk that nobody wants to help him. But it's the question is one-on-one. Correct. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I answered your one-on-one question with what already happened in the MCU. Mm -hmm. 
And so my thing so so that's my answer to the question. Yeah. But people fight back on that answer by saying, Oh well, that Winter Soldier helping Captain America is actually Captain America himself because he's such a good guy that people mm. help him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, you're nah. talking what I'm saying there? Yeah, people can't they can't use that argument. One on one I mean, look, listen. Captain America has a shield that he can throw. That's awesome. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Captain America, so don't take this as me knocking him. I love Captain America. I loved when he... If, spoiler alert, if you have not seen the Avengers Endgame, stop listening. Cut ahead. 30 seconds, maybe? Mm-hmm. Okay, now I'm going to start talking about <laughs> Endgame. At the end of that movie, when he wields Mjolnir and starts going crazy with that, I cheered just as loud as everybody else. Because mm-hmm. I was super pumped about that. And I knew it was going to happen eventually all the way from Age of Ultron. But mm-hmm. I loved that. And so, anyhow, I think that I think that, that was awesome. I, I Anyway, to say I yep. love Captain America, I'm just saying Captain America throws a shield. And maybe Mjolnir if he has him close by. But Iron Man can fly. He shoots whatever he wants. Like, he doesn't just shoot lasers and beams and whatever. Like, he mm-hmm. throws bombs. He has whatever he wants at his disposal oh, absolutely. and attack everything so uh, no you're not he's a billionaire be. playboy what's the last there it is <laughs> billionaire playboy philanthropist <laughs> he says something else there too it's awesome Hey everybody, thanks for listening to our episode. Hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you could, rate, review, subscribe uh, on this episode. Uh, again, thanks thanks for listening. Hope you can take something back from this episode and please comment. Oh, as well, help us find a name. Yep. Please, we're, we got the, the Sean and Brandon show at the moment, but it's not sticking. Yeah help us we need some help we need we need some we need some opinions so mm. yep put them down in the comments and uh talk to us please talk to us because we want to hear from you it's very important to us yep give us questions give us th- topics to talk about um give us your opinion and then we'll do a well. shout out we'll shout out to who who gave us what yep. so again thanks for listening